I'm Marnie Vinge, and this is Erioki. Join me and my friends as we explore the darker side of the Sooner State. We've made some changes. Bear with us through these first four episodes before the rebranding is final. The new email is eerieokiepodcast at gmail.com. Instagram is at eerieoki, and Facebook is also eerieoki. Thanks for all your constant support. We couldn't do it without you. I'm Marnie Vinge, and I'm here today with Marissa Mohi, who is a friend of mine that I made at a creativity retreat last summer, and she's going to tell us what she's been up to. And what she's about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow, that's a really broad thing. And I'm, I hope that I get it within the the space. Um, (laughs) Oh, you got, you got plenty of time. (laughs) Um, So I am Marissa Mohi. I'm a writer. I'm a blogger. I'm a YouTuber. Um, I have a day job where I teach kids to write and they hate it. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Yeah. I am that teacher uh, that told you to write essays and that you hated. Um. So yeah, so that's what I do. I'm currently working on a novel um, that's kind of set at a fictional version of the University of Oklahoma, just because I'm employed by the University of Oklahoma and I don't want to get sued. And you yeah. know, if I want to continue teaching, maybe after I publish the novel, I feel like I can't say that it's at OU. Right. Um, because it centers around a ghost and um, the uh, Griffin Memorial Hospital, which is the uh, mental hospital over you know, uh, east of campus. And a long time ago, like in the 30s, that hospital actually took up like three mile blocks. I did not know that. Yeah. So, you know, where um, I think it's Griffin Park, actually. Um, yeah. So just north of Robinson, where all those silos are. Yeah. Um, so those silos are actually part of it because they turned the mental institution into like a working farm. So all the patients there were like fishing and growing stuff. Oh my and god, I had no idea. Yeah, it, it was intense. That's some dark Norman history. Yeah. So and there is there used to be a cemetery there, but I don't know if you heard this story a couple years ago, um, where a mass grave was found at the cemetery. At, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, at the it's the one on Rock Creek and um the I W O F. Yeah, yeah. So at that uh, cemetery, there was just a mass grave found of people that Griffin Memorial had to get rid of. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, so. <laughs> wow. Oh, that is crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. So I don't know, like, how related to the university the hospital is, but I would assume that it, it at one point was very related mm-hmm. to it because um, without OU, Norman would not exist to yeah. the extent it does today. Oscar, leave her alone. My dog, Oscar, is joining us today. He's been <laughs> bad today, and he thinks that he deserves some attention for his bad behavior, so he's staring at Marissa right now. But that's the noise that you hear. The little click clack is him walking out of the room, walking back in. So hopefully he'll <laughs> lay down and let us get down to business. Yeah, th- there we go. Good boy. Okay, so go ahead. Griffin Memorial. So yeah, so I'm kind of obsessed with that. And then at the same time, um, I'm interested in a lot of the Native American boarding schools that popped up around Ooh. the state. And so um, a lot of Native Americans were told that they had to send their kids to these schools and basically their kids' hair was cut. They were given an American name and, you know, oh, wow. not allowed to speak any of their languages. And so mm-hmm. I'm kind of combining a lot of these things into one story. And probably once I get to, you know, like the editing phase, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to scale it back. But I think that Oklahoma is a, I mean, 
I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but I don't think it's a very, you know, open-minded sort of place. And in the past, it was really pretty terrible. So I think that a lot of that breeds a lot of the ghost stories and urban legends that we have now. So I really like to kind of pull from those for fiction reasons. And also, like, I... Some of the stuff that happened, like, I could not make it up. I'm not that good right. of a writer, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally know. Sometimes stra- tr- uh, truth is so much stranger than fiction. Yeah, for real. So, yeah. So, Marissa's here today to talk with us about some OU urban legends and spooky stuff like that. Yes. Yes. So, let's get started. <laughs> okay. So, we're going to start with my favorite story, which is one that I have never been able to prove, but it's something that I've heard people talk about, and I want to, you know, keep publicizing the story just in case anybody has information on it and can give it to me uh or you know we can make it part of the official record uh so i believe this happened in the late 20s or early 30s but there was a professor who was well known for you know being a hard class and just nobody liked him and so there were a group of students, and I, I mean, this is like next level frat boy shenanigans, but they put on masks and they kidnapped him Good and they God. drove him down to the Texas border and left him there to walk back to Norman. That's insane. Yeah. So I don't know if it's true, but OU is the only university in the state, I believe, that still has an anti-mask rule. So you cannot wear really? a mask on campus. And people say that that's where that law came from. That's really interesting. Yeah. I have never heard that before. Yeah. And I've only heard it from one person. And I believe that he would know. Um, his name is Jeff Provine. He yeah, did, he yeah. like the Haunted Oklahoma tours. So he does them in Oklahoma City. He does them in Norman. He did them on campus. <coughs> um, and he used to teach at OU, um, super into the history. And uh, I think that he did a lot of consulting and research work on like mm-hmm. the history of OU book that came out recently, which... Part of me wants to read to find out some information, but also, like, it's, like, 600 pages. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot that. of history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a lot of nonfiction. Yeah, 600 pages for, like, a 100-year-old university. That seems That's a lot. Excessive. That, that That is a little... Yeah. Oh, man. That makes me think of... Do you remember that TV show that was on a few years ago called Saving Grace? Yes. That was set in Oklahoma City? Mm-hmm. There was an episode where her... I think he was her partner... Um, went down to the it was the fictional Oklahoma Texas border there was like this bridge there and he was able to get up on it and he painted Texas sucks on the bridge <laughs> and like I appreciated it so much because it was such an Oklahoma thing but like mm-hmm. nobody else in the nation nation would really fully appreciate yeah. that moment on TNT I think that's what it was on but I was so excited I was like <laughs> we've made it yeah like finally everybody else knows that Texas sucks exactly yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy i can't imagine like if somebody did that today like kidnapped a professor put a mask put on masks kidnapped them drove them what would that be hundreds of miles away from their yeah. home and just drop them off on the side of their i feel like that would be i mean somebody's going to jail yeah like, for real yeah but also like i guess today if you were to drive somebody to the oklahoma texas border like you're just gonna drop them off at that hardcore porn store on right the other side of the right border so they're just then... gonna call somebody yeah. and like yeah or stay there yeah, you, know. you know just have a good time yeah really whatever um, yeah i i am very thankful that my students are probably too interested in social media and their cell phones to know that this is an option like <laughs> that's a good point they're too they're too involved in their phone to kidnap you with a mask yeah. on like and also my class isn't really that hard like yeah yeah <laughs> you show so, up and yeah. do the homework you're good yeah 
So you're probably you're probably safe. Yeah. Probably. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. You never know. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my favorite OU urban legend. Um, but there are a ton of, you know, urban legends about ghosts on campus and I have never seen one, despite trying very hard to. Oh, um, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I've heard a lot of really good stories. So, um, and they kind of range from, like, little kids to students to, like, deceased deans and professors. And so it's kind of, it depends on who you ask. And the custodians, you know, tell some really good stories and talk about the offerings that they leave. But Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, with the custodians, one of my favorites is in Dale Hall, um, so Dale Hall, there's Dale Hall and Dale Hall Tower, and the tower is, I think it's like nine or ten stories, and it's mm-hmm. on Lindsay Street, so um, you've probably seen it and just not thought anything of it, because it's just, it's a real, it's not a bad building, it's just ugly and compared actually, to anything else. I actually know where it is, because my mom always mentions it when we drive down Lindsay, mm-hmm. because my uncle's name is Dale, and he used to work at OU, <laughs> so she's like, it's Dale Hall, <laughs> and so I know where it is. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I've I've had classes in there. I um I think I had a class on the ninth floor. It's just it was a really nice building, I think, in the seventies mm-hmm. and now like you go in there and you're like, Okay, let's update this. But yeah. um in the seventies, two students actually killed themselves by jumping off the top of the tower. Oh, so this is true. Yeah. This, this is like verified. Yeah, okay, this yeah. is true. Um, there were actually several suicides throughout the 70s on campus. Like, so either jumping off the top of the dorms or Dale Hall. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, I, I had, I mean, I know that the university doesn't like want to advertise that. But right. <laughs> you would think we'd know a little bit more about it. Just, yeah. you know, like this did happen. Let's prevent it from happening. Sort right. Of thing, but the two that killed them, did they do it together? I don't think they did. Okay, it was like different times that they did it. Okay. Yeah, I think so, but I could yeah. be wrong. Okay. Um, so they jumped off the top of the building and killed themselves, and now the custodians in Dale Hall actually leave out food and snacks like that college kids would like. Wow. And they say they can feel a difference in the building when they do that. So like when they're cleaning wow. overnight. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's spooky. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I guess if I wanted to... Because they don't really lock buildings on campus. You know, like, you could probably camp out overnight and see. But. Yeah, see what there is to see. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, like, halfway, like, we should do that. And then I'm, like, what if something actually happened? Yeah. I'm like, not, I don't want to see it. Yeah, exactly. Especially by yourself, though. That's, like, uh, when I was, um, I was probably early 20s and um my family we went to colorado actually to visit that uncle dale hall Mm -hmm. his full name was dale hall and he um they took us to a hotel in leadville colorado that was supposed to be haunted because i had made this big deal about how i love haunted stuff Mm -hmm. well we get there everybody settles in nicely except for me Mm -hmm. i am terrified (laughs) and my mom's like we should go explore we should like get out of the room and go like walk up and down the hallways there's all these giant old antique mirrors on both sides so that when you look into them you see your reflection on either side like really Mm -hmm. creepy and I I could not handle it Mm -hmm. like I was like this is I'm not about this I'm not a ghost hunter like I want (laughs) to be like I want to be so bad but I'm not Mm -hmm. so I would probably not be a good partner for like hunting ghosts in Dale Hall yeah but I would want to be I'd want that yeah I've gone on one ghost tour um in Fort Reno Oklahoma yeah it's in el reno but Mm -hmm. it's called fort reno and it's um an old military base and they actually have uh world war ii prisoners of war buried there 
did um, not know that. Yeah. Um, there's a fun urban legend. We'll talk about that in just okay, a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I went on a ghost tour there and it was a lot of fun. But also it's like, you know, 20 people pay their five bucks and mm-hmm. then these overly serious ghost hunters like lead you through and they're like, all right, let's stand quietly and see if we can hear the old man. And you're like, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. And you just wait and then, well, he's not active today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like the most convenient business. Like you can just be like, well, they're not active today. It's not like the zoo where like, you know, the animals are there and they're just not coming out. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Nobody feel- can go like make them come out. Yeah. I feel like I want my five bucks back now. <laughs> yeah. <it> that way. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, it's really fun. And then the tour ends at the cemetery because apparently there's the ghost of a Native American woman who um, protects the cemetery. And then there's also... Uh, the ghost of Otto, who's a German World War II prisoner of war who died in custody. Okay. And so he was buried there. And then in the 70s, uh, some teenagers got rowdy and then robbed his grave of his skull. And Whoa. so, yeah. That's like serious grave robbing. Yeah, which is like, who does that? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's, it was, you know, like 30 years after the body was buried. There's no way that it's all like completely all the, the goop is gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so. You're getting a pretty gnarly skull yeah. in that case. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you go and kiss his grave, then you get, like, a button that says, I survived the... Oh, really? ghost tour. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How <laughs> funny. Did you do it? I did it. Yeah. But I would do it for the button, too. Yeah. Yeah. But then I sprinted away, like, I yeah. can't do this. So. <laughs> like, don't come with me, Otto. <laughs> Stay here. Yeah. But then imagine, like, you're a ghost. I mean... Granted, he was a Nazi, so I feel like this is yeah. your punishment. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Strangers, strange weirdos kissing your grave all the time. You have to deal with that. That's yeah. just what you've got to deal with yeah, That's now. what hell is like. So. Yeah. <laughs> strangers walking over your grave and kissing it. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never been to Fort Reno. I have thought several times about going there, like, when they do the Halloween type stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually been there. Is it worth going to see, even without the ghost tour element, is it pretty cool it is pretty cool like you can walk through old buildings and old barracks and like the cemetery is pretty cool also if you go over there and like el reno is famous for their onion burgers so like oh, if you go yeah. have dinner and then do the tour, yeah then, yeah totally worth it yeah yeah <laughs> totally worth it that sounds that's oh man an onion burger that sounds so good <laughs> that's a good thing about oklahoma you can like organize everything around food you really can what is this city known for okay that's right yeah that is so true <laughs> So, I mean, I wish Norman had something that we were known for. I think we're just famous for, like, cheap beer, but... Yeah. 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 That's cool. I would say O'Connell's is probably the most famous mm-hmm. place or down the there. Mont, or yeah. the Mont. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, either one of those. You guys want to do some shots? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time Marissa and I see a ghost on campus, we'll do a shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. What other ghost stories? Uh, okay. So, have you heard about the little roller skating boy on campus? I have heard vaguely of it. My uncle told me a little bit about it, but I haven't heard, like, the details or anything like that. Okay. So, Ellison Hall is on Elm Avenue between Boyd and Lindsay. So, kind of, okay. like, right in the middle. Um, if you're driving there, there's a large statue out front of a woman who looks like she's just kind of sitting in the grass. Okay. Um, so, it's the building right there. It's just three stories. And that used to be the infirmary. And so, like, the first floor was for student patients to come in. The second floor was, like, actual hospital beds. And then the third floor was an operating room. And so there was a little boy that was roller skating just up and down Elm. I don't know if it was 
elm then but mm-hmm. he's just roller skating back and forth and he got hit by a car and right in front of the hospital so they bring him in and um well the legend he was either hit by a car or he had an asthma attack it kind of depends on who you ask okay. but so they bring him into the hospital and he dies and uh people say you can still hear him roller skating back and forth in, in the building and so that building is actually now the offices for the college of arts and sciences so like the first floor is where you go get advised the second floor is like dean's offices and the third floor i don't know what it is but um people will say when they're working late that they can hear him they're just like roller skating like that kind of tinny wheel yeah. sound just up and down the i can hallways. like hear it in my mind right now imagining that like echoing in a big hallway yeah oh that would be spooky like oh yeah um there was a ghost hunter well um, so he was, a an advisor in the journalism college slash ghost hunter. Yeah. I feel like nobody's a ghost hunter full time. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. Like that's really... a dream. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he got permission to stay overnight and they recorded some audio, but the thing is like, I want to believe in these ghosts. I really mm-hmm. want to, I want them to be there, but, um, all these buildings are so old that even though they update the heating and air, like everything just always sounds like super rattly and right i don't think you can hear it but maybe that's just my lack right. of belief i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> oh i totally i totally know what you mean though because like obviously like i want to believe mm-hmm. i have this poster in here like i very much relate to Mulder in that he wants to believe so hardcore but there's still that part of him that's like mm, not entirely sure Mm -hmm. and like i always want to believe these stories like whenever i went to see the guy talk about bigfoot i'm like i want to believe that you really saw this thing Mm -hmm. i want to believe that but i almost can't yeah like because you're talking about bigfoot but Mm -hmm. so and i kind of it's kind of the same with ghosts but yeah (laughs) yeah less hairy less stinky you know but um well i don't know some ghosts are stinky yeah i've heard that I could, yeah, like a part of being a poltergeist is also yeah, like foul and, odors. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Oh, if you ever go to, um, I know like every ghost story in Oklahoma, and I apologize That's, for like no, how disjointed you, coming no, at you it's, with it. It's totally fine. Um, they, uh, what is it? Overholzer Mansion. So it's yeah. in Oklahoma City, um, just north of Midtown in uh, Heritage Hills, the Preservation District. There's the Overholzer Mansion, and they pr- have preserved it the way it used to look, and um. It's like a nonprofit and you can take tours and uh, one of the women who gives the tours has worked there for so long and she knows all the ghost stories. But I got to take a tour of it and while we were there, like everybody started smelling this uh, pipe tobacco and it was a well-known fact that he smoked pipes and Mm -hmm. you could smell it, you could hear things. It was... I don't know if it's because... I feel like it's easier to believe there because everything is you know, basically the way it used to be. Like, they still mm. have the stove from the 20s in there. Um, and all the furniture and everything's still set up. So, it, I I don't know if it, like, has better preserved ghosts or if, you know, you're yeah. just, like, ready to believe it that way. But Right. Yeah. That makes sense. We, um, for my 30th birthday, my family surprised me by taking me to the Grisso Mansion mm-hmm. out in, um, I'm not exactly sure where it's at. Because I didn't know where we were going at the time. I was just kind of like, why are we driving out to the middle of nowhere? Like, mm-hmm. this is kind of weird. <laughs> weird hazing ritual for you. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, uh, are, is my family about to tell me that we're all witches? And this is like the indoctrination <laughs> on my 30th birthday. Like, yes, yes finally. <laughs> like, um, and we get out there and it was kind of like that. Like, everything was very much preserved in the way that it had been when the mansion was at its height of beauty or whatever Mm -hmm. but there was one room um it was i think it's called the pink room and it was the woman's bedroom who lived there 
And I've never had this feeling before in my life. I mean, I've had it because I recognized what it was, but I've never thought that there was a spirit present. Mm -hmm. And I mean, something like this, there was like a shift in the energy in the room. And it was, I can't even explain it. Like it was so odd. And I wasn't the only one who felt it. And the people who did feel it felt it over in the this little alcove by the window, mm-hmm. which is supposedly where she would stand and look out at her land or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, I mentioned something about it. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, that's her. And I'm like, okay. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little scared now. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't get left alone in this mm-hmm. place. Yeah. <laughs> but it was pretty, it was pretty cool. So which mansion was that? The Grisso Mansion. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to look it up because it's really cool. And you can take tours of it and stuff. And they do like a ghost tour kind of where they let you take pictures. And we did get a lot of orbs, which I have my feelings about orbs. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always like, is it like, it, it could be dust. It could be, is it a ghost? Like, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. very, I don't know. I want to believe. Right. I, yeah. Um, There are some in some of my YouTube videos. Really? When I lived in my old house. Like really? the 90-year-old house. Yeah. And part of me is like, I should have really played this up and got more like YouTube subscribers by talking about the ghosts. But yeah. then like another part of me is like, it's probably just dust because you don't clean your house. So, <laughs> But you know what? I've never seen one in your videos of where you live now. That's very true. Yeah. I've never seen one. And you're using the same equipment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. And I don't imagine that your house cleaning is any different it's between really the two it's probably places. Worse now. <laughs> okay, so there, there's potentially more dust now. Yeah. So I'm saying this is what I'm. I'm just putting this out there. It's definitely a ghost. Yeah, definitely, definitely ghost. Go through Marissa's YouTube, which she'll plug at the end of this episode, and just go through her old videos. And if you find a ghost in the videos, I want you to comment with a little ghost emoji. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just go through all of them. Yeah, and also just like watch all the videos anyway, three yeah. or four times. Please yeah. get my numbers up. There okay? you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if you got nothing to do on a Saturday. Yeah. Like, forget or, Netflix. Or, you know, if you have something to do, just leave it playing. Like, there's some playlists you can just go there through. There you go. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just listen to them like a, like a video podcast. Like, yeah, going in the background. Just leave them on all day for your pets. It's fine. Yeah. She has a very soothing voice for pets. <laughs> See, Oscar is nice and soothed now after his little tantrum that he threw earlier. So, yeah. It's rough being a dog. It is rough. It's rough, rough. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Let's talk about two accidental ghosts on campus. Ooh. Ooh, accidental. So everybody always talks about the library ghost and um I've never heard this. Oh, this is this is good. Yeah. Um yeah. so we definitely need to go through the library and take pictures, but yes. when we do, we have to hide our cameras because you're technically not allowed to take pictures okay. in the library. But if you don't get caught, it's not really a rule. So okay. you can call yeah. me on that. Okay. Um so First of all, describe the OU library for anybody who's not been in there because it is probably one of the most beautiful buildings on campus. So it's an interesting building in that the library, I believe, was one of the first buildings built on campus. So in the early 1900s, and I can't, I don't know the real correct date. And then uh, there was like a whole wing added. I want to say in the 60s or 70s. So the library itself was already pretty big, but then they added a whole bunch And they've actually been weeding a lot of the collection and they've had like three different deans of the library in the past 15 years. So like stuff is going on and everything's always shifting. So I feel like there's probably a lot of weird energy there. But in the older portion of the library, um, there's like these grand staircases. There's the great reading room with like big, almost cathedral style windows and um, really big built in uh, ornate bookcases and 
It's everything that you want from a library, but rarely get from a library. Mm -hmm. And then they have these sections called the decks. And so the decks are floors within the library that I want to say the ceiling's like eight feet high, maybe. Might Mm -hmm. be up to ten, but it feels closer to eight feet. And so uh, it's really cramped and tight. The shelves are all like this wrought iron really close together. Like getting through them is just always makes you feel claustrophobic, especially if you have like a backpack on. And it's weird because the floors are glass block. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that it was a design decision because there's not a whole lot of light there. So if you can get light coming in from like the ceiling oh, yeah. and the floor, yeah. then it, it works a lot better, but. Cause they are pretty dim. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's really interesting and weird. Nobody ever goes there. Um, they store a lot of, like, the PhD dissertations there. And because nobody wants to read those, let's be real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to write them. Nobody wants to read them. Exactly. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of first editions there, too. I actually checked out a book from the library the other day, and it was over there. And I was like, oh, this is exciting. I have a reason to be in here. Yeah. Um, but there's a story that, uh, and I don't know the date on this, and it kind of changes depending upon who you ask, that either a guy or a girl was on, it's either the second or the sixth floor, you know, uh, and then they fell through one of the glass blocks to their death. And I mean, if the ceiling's like 10 feet high, it can't be the the second Mm -hmm. floor. But also if they fell through the sixth floor, they would have to fall through like all consecutive floors. So um, I don't really know. Yeah. And they say you can find which glass block it is because it's been replaced and there's more caulking around it so to hold it still. And if you look down at the floor, that's like the case for 80% of the blocks right. now because yeah. it's so old. And then some of them have been replaced with like little wood blocks instead. Okay. So it just, I don't know. It's an interesting story. I think really what it comes down to is there's an old radiator on like each mm-hmm. one of those floors and it just sounds creepy and yeah. the building shifts and you can hear the wind and all mm-hmm. that. So I've been up there um, once when I was when I was in junior high, we took a field trip there and my teacher had gone to OU and she was insistent that we see the decks and mm-hmm. she was like, this is so cool. You're not going to regret going up here. This is really a really good experience especially if you don't end up going to OU and don't have any reason to be down here and um we went up there and I was like I remember thinking when I was there this is like perfect like ghost story setting like mm-hmm. this is a perfect creepy story setting yeah it's it, it is everything like you said it is everything you want from our library but rarely get yeah like, it's it's wonderful it's like one of the reasons why i am writing the book i'm writing you know yeah and there is a scene in there with like somebody being afraid of the idea of a ghost but like no actual ghost coming out so, yeah. yeah oh i cannot wait to read your book i'm so excited I need to finish it I i'm so excited <laughs> like yes yes you do you do you do yeah. you need Can to I finish it job and just Yes, I'm giving you permission. Yes, that's all I needed. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think the library gets a lot of um, haunting recognition, but I don't think that, I mean, of all the buildings that are potentially mm-hmm. haunted, I don't feel like it is. Okay. So, but then another accidental death that is on record that was in okay. newspapers that people know about and that some, like, university employees, like, say they've seen the ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in 86, there was a, I think it was, like, a reading conference or something for, like, middle school kids. Okay. And they were staying in the dorms and then doing, like, booky things during the mm-hmm. day. And it was kind of like a summer camp sort of situation. And there was a boy who was there 
And they were staying in the Kate Center dorms or okay. the Kate building. So if you are on campus, it's just south of Lindsay. And I think this building is actually being renovated right now and being used to house the freshman composition classes. So I don't know if it's still dorms or not. Um, but if you, I think up until like 2015, uh, it was a dorm and it was like the sad dorm that you didn't want to get. Um, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it had like that kind of linoleum like tile floor yeah. sort of grossness. And I mean, especially when there's like Harry Potter style dorms now. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. 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 Nobody wants these. Exactly. Um, so, but right underneath it is Kate's Center, which is uh, kind of like a food court area. And they always sell like cheap sushi and taco mayo. So like great ways to get sick. Yeah. And <laughs> so the kids were eating there and like all buildings at OU have basements and creepy stuff. And he and some friends wandered down into the basement and there was an old dumbwaiter there. And it's still there. Like you can, nobody can access it. You have to get permission and you're not allowed to like get close and Mm -hmm. anything like that. But I mean, the people that work in the restaurant see it every day. So, Mm -hmm. cause that's where they load up and store stuff. Um, so he got into the dumbwaiter and was playing in it and then lost control of it and, uh, was beheaded. Wow. Yeah. So that, and that's documented. It is. So that happened in 1986. So not super long ago. Yeah. um, so a lot of people that work there say they can hear like a kid running around and playing when they're opening up like the coffee shop in the morning or when they're closing down the pizza Ugh. place at night. So yeah. Oh, wow. Which is creepy to me. Yeah. Super <laughs> creepy. That would be, that would be spooky. Um, the place that I actually, I mentioned this on the episode that Jay and I did about Roger Dale Stafford. Um, I worked at the Starbucks that is built in the location where Sirloin Stockade was. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that at the time, but I wonder had I known that at the time, if that would have like made me think that I felt something or, cause there were a lot of times I was there really early in the morning Mm -hmm. and the wee hours and really late at night. And I, I mean, I can imagine if there's a ghost story surrounding or a tragedy of some kind, like it can influence the way you think about the place that you work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So are, is there any anything spooky about the building that you work in? Not really. Um, not otherworldly spooky. It's mm-hmm. more like layoffs and <laughs> budget cuts. That's pretty spooky. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, there are weird things about the building. So I'm in the newer side of the building, thank God, because the air conditioner is regulated and works 100% of the time. Oh, that's good. The that's old good. side of the building where we used to be like, it was like, oh, it's either going to be 105 degrees in here or 52. You oh, never know. God. So, yeah. Um, but there are all sorts of like weird kind of alcoves that have been created because the building, the old building was built in the 30s, I think. And then the building we have now was built in like 2008. So okay. they just kind of smashed them together. And depending upon where you are, like you might take a wrong turn and you're like in this weird little corridor that leads to a bathroom that hasn't been mm-hmm. renovated since like 1965. And okay. that's like my favorite bathroom. It's got like this baby pink tile and oh, it's nice. weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those are great. But they're they're doing a lot more renovations to kind of bring it all up into the current century, which is good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think there are any ghosts. I think there's just, like, a lot of creepy windows and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I think OU is a very um, – it's it's one of the most beautiful campuses. It's it's definitely, I think, the most beautiful university in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so pretty. And I think it's such a great setting for the story that you're telling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just ripe for it. Like, it's the, all those old buildings, that Cherokee Gothic – 
architecture. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's just perfect. Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, it, it's it's worth being obsessed over. Yeah, yeah, because UCO, like where I went, it's all like built in. I I don't know. My I had a professor there who he would talk about. The fact that he went to UCO when it was still Central State, mm-hmm. but he said that it was actually called Goat Herd University <laughs> because it was so long ago. And he said he would say, "I had a professor named Bonk Bonk that was one of the first people that could talk," and like he, he would say stuff like that. <laughs> he was so funny. But um, UCO's campus is not very. There are some buildings on mm-hmm. campus that are really pretty, but there is not a whole lot of continuity in mm-hmm. the architecture, and so it makes it look very disjointed and kind mm-hmm. of like random oh <laughs> yeah sorry about that that was my phone everybody knows that i'm a big kip moore fan now <laughs> um and it doesn't even say that I have a missed call. That's really weird. Maybe it was Bonk Bonk. Maybe it was. Maybe it was a ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Bonk Bonk. Yeah, it was the ghost of Bonk Bonk being By summoned. By saying his name three times. We yeah, summoned we've summoned him. Oh, no. I need to go get my salt and make a circle right. and cleanse this area. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, U- UCO does not have um, a whole lot of really cool buildings. And so I've always envied that about OU and like, I love going down to OU's campus, like, anytime I get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I like it even now. Like, I have been there in some capacity or another since 2004, which makes me feel really old. But I feel um, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there are so many, like, weird things. Like, there are really pretty buildings, and then there's, like, super ugly buildings built mm-hmm. in the 70s. So, like, the Physical Sciences Center, which is sometimes called the Blender, because when they built it in the early 70s, um, there was a picture of it on the student newspaper and they superimposed buttons on it and it looked like a blender because of the oh. shape of the building. Oh my God. And it's an interesting building because when they built it, um, they it was right after all the student riots in the 60s. Okay. And so they were afraid that that was going to happen. So the Physical Sciences Center actually has a riot floor. I don't think it ever gets used and I don't know who has keys to it, but you can't, there's only one staircase you can get to it from. And you can't get to it from any uh, elevators or anything like that. Not that those elevators ever work. So if you've ever been in that building and you've been waiting Mm -hmm. like 15 minutes for an elevator, like, no, it's not coming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, So it's, it's just really weird. And you can see it when you're going through the big staircases because there's like this interior staircase inside the building, no windows. So you're like right in the center of the tower and you just go up like two or three flights and there's no doors to get anywhere. So you know that that's like where it is, but I don't know. So is it kind of like a panic room? Like basically it's like a whole entire floor worth of panic room for, um, you know, professors and administrators Mm -hmm. to hide in for when the students (laughs) rise up. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's funny, but like, I mean, it would come in useful in a situation like a shooting or something like that. Like, you know, which is sad that you have to think about that kind of thing, but that's that's a funny image. The students rising up and the professors hiding in the, you know, if they're coming to kidnap right. you with masks on, exactly. it's somewhere to go. If they've put their phones down long enough and figured out yeah. how to get to, yeah. If they, yeah, if they're communicating with each other well <laughs> enough in groups to like organize something, yeah, <laughs> right. It's just sending a bunch of Snapchats with emojis, and that's how they've created the plan. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so there's all sorts of weird stuff, and I think. 
I think we should end with uh, talking about Holmberg Hall. Okay. Um, because it's um, probably like the best, you know, just like traditional ghost story. So Holmberg Hall is the fine arts building or like the old school fine arts building. And it doesn't have any musical instruments inside it anymore. And I don't think it's used for any classes anymore. I think it's more like administrative. And like if you take a tour, you know, there might be like one fancy reading room or whatever. Um, But people say that they can see Professor Mildred Bogus hanging out around her portrait. And sometimes they can hear her playing the organ, even though there's no organ in there anymore. Uh, Or sometimes Dean Holmberg, who died in 36, is like standing by his portrait you know like they say oh, wow. like holding his lapel and kind of like looking i've never seen it but yeah that's like one of the big oh that's a good one that's it's very that is very traditional yeah i like that i like it but it also terrifies me because i don't ever want i when i die i don't want to be like hanging around you know right like right yeah <laughs> it's kind of sad yeah like when you think about it. and usually when you read or hear or watch a movie that's a ghost story like that goes, their story is kind of sad. The reason that they're still hanging around kind mm-hmm. of, it's never because like, I just had such a great time here that I, I just don't, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not moving on. Like right, I'm staying exactly. here. Yeah. Yeah. You don't ever find a ghost that's like haunting a, I don't know, like a fuzzies restaurant that they're just <laughs> like, these are the best nachos I've right. ever had. Never going anywhere. <laughs> like it's always something sad. Yeah. But those are some great ghost stories. I like those urban yeah. legends and all that stuff about Norman. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share them. Yes, absolutely. Well, you'll definitely have to come back on and discuss something else with me at some point. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So if you want to plug your Instagram, your YouTube, anything like that, go right ahead and like. Yeah. So I am Marissa Mohi. Um, there's a lot of confusion in how to spell that, but it's M-A-R-I-S-A-M-O-H-I. And so you can find me on social media. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm the Marissa Mohi because a deactivated porn bot has Marissa Mohi, which oh my is, God. you know, the worst thing, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then on YouTube, it's just youtube.com slash Marissa Mohi, or you can check out my blog, which is just marissamohi.com. Yep. So just Google my name and like a bunch of stuff should find. And she is up. a prolific YouTuber. Like last year was her <laughs> first year on YouTube. And how many videos did you do? I did 148. That's, so a, that's I'm crazy. Slowing that's like down a lot now. That's almost like a video every other day. Almost. Yeah. It like, got, there was like three months where I did a video every day and I was like, I got to. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. But yeah, she's got some good stuff on her on her YouTube, especially if you're an aspiring writer or anything like that. And you want to know about the ins and outs of writing or work-life balance, anything like that, Marissa's got you covered. Yeah, well, thank you. So you are welcome. Thank you for coming on. And um, if you guys have any urban legends that you would like to share with us, I would be happy to pass those on to Marissa. Or if you have information on the... Which case was it that you were wanting to keep the story alive? Um, so the professor that was kidnapped. If you know yes. anything about that. If you know anything about that, feel free to email us at spooklahoma at gmail.com or send me a direct message at spooklahoma on Instagram. So um, thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you later. Bye.